Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Brianna Cote. Brianna bowled collegiately at Central Missouri University, where she was a two-time NCAA Academic All-American. She was also the Bowler of the Year back in 2008. She has won PWBA title, the 2016 PWBA Lexington Open. Brianna, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Well, hey, let's get started. First off, let's talk about uh, just very recently, I was uh, one of the many victims of you and Brian Van Sickle in Las Vegas. There was a, uh, there was a, a, a doubles tournament there, doubles regional, and you walked away with the victory with your partner, Brian. So first off, tell us a little bit more about who is Brian. Anyways, he was the high average in the tournament, and I think very few people knew of him. And then, two, what yeah, was it like to win the doubles tournament? Yeah, definitely. Um, Brian is, he's a, I call him a kid. Um, some people consider, I'm still a kid, but um, he's 22. You know, he's from Tucson, you know, where I'm from too. And he, he's a great bowler, but uh, he's in school and has a full-time job. So doesn't get to bowl as much as he'd like to. And uh, we bowl with him a lot here in town. And he said, do you want to bowl? He asked my husband originally, do you want to bowl PBA doubles? And my husband was like, eh, I don't really want to bowl. Um, but if Bree wants to bowl and I'm like okay I'll bowl with you it's fine and then of course later down the road my husband ends up bowling anyways with a different partner um but yeah so we you're like okay sure I said I've bowled it before you know it's it's, it's a fun tournament I said it's usually kind of high scoring um so we'll, we'll see what happens and um he bowled phenomenal um I was just in awe of watching his ball reaction he could really almost put it anywhere and, and I really didn't see that from a lot of other players there um so he bowled amazing I kind of just hung around in my thing shot some spares and when we got to Sunday um he was he was very sweet he was you know what should I do anything different to help you out with Carrie and I was just like Brian you keep doing your thing and I'll just have to figure it out for myself if if it comes to that <laughs> you know um and we did, and it was great. And unfortunately, like you said, you were a victim to us. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> but we really didn't have high expectations. Um, we just all and have fun, and and winning was really a bonus for us. Well, so, the one thing I got to say is that we both had to do an excellent job of picking partners because your partner was the high average in the tournament, and my partner was the second high average. <laughs> yes. I, David Haynes, he bowled phenomenal. He probably had the second closest thing that I could see to what, what Brian had uh, was yeah. making, you know, making everything work. And, and it was, it was great. He bowled, you know, you know, once you get to that position in that top eight with all those teams, I mean, everyone's bowling well, uh, but definitely Brian and David just, you know, <laughs> they did well and we definitely picked good ones. <laughs> So does bowling those doubles events, does that take you back to your time when you were bowling at Central Missouri University? And I know we talked to DJ Archer not too long ago, and DJ said he, he likes that team environment, and he kind of mentioned doubles being kind of in that same same realm. Is that kind of the same feeling for you? You get to bowl doubles, and you're like, hey, I have someone you know that I can kind of lean on, and they can lean on me, and we can have some fun and bowl well together? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, college bowling is, is something that I cherish. And, you know, I wish sometimes I could just go back and do it because um, the team aspect is, is something that you you can't relive. It's especially in college. I mean, it's, there's there's so much passion and, and heart that goes into the college bowling and, you know, doing well for not just yourself, but for other people, your teammates, your coaches, your school. It's, it's, it's just an unbelievable feeling. And to, to do a doubles tournament where you're a team with someone and you're like, okay, well, pick me up or, you know, I'll try to pick you up. It it, it takes a little bit of pressure off you um, to just have that extra support there because when you're out bowling individual tournaments, you know, it's, it's all on you and, and sometimes you tend to press a little bit too hard um, when mm-hmm. it's on you and you alone. Well, college bowling, I mean, that's something that, that so many people that go through the programs, no matter what the university just you know, they just talk so highly of it once, uh, mm-hmm. once the collegiate bowling career is over. How did, you, how did you find the right university for you? So many, so many kids are, you know, they're, they're trying to find out and figure what's the best program, and, and it's such a, a tough decision for so many. How did, how did you know that uh, the Central Missouri was a place for you? Um, you know, it is a process. I mean, when, when I was going into college, um, you know, NCAA had just, you know, basically come about. It only been in the works for a year, and and I told myself that you know I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna keep an open mind. I'm gonna look at you know the the fact uh, we call them club sports or the USBC you know collegiate teams versus the NCAA. And I really wanted to go the NCAA route. Um, I really just liked how they were structured. It was just it was just different. I wanted to be an NCAA athlete. Um, so from there, it was just picking a school basically that I I felt. Was, I was comfortable with the area I was in, the environment, and the staff um, that I was working with. So, I mean, when I went, I visited, I visited Nebraska Lincoln, and I visited um, Central Missouri because at that time those were the top two schools. And mm-hmm. after just you know meeting everyone and, and going through the motions, um, I just really felt at home at Central. It was small and cozy, um, and I just I. I basically just fell in love with the place. I didn't still fall in love with the weather necessarily, but um, uh, it was just the perfect fit for me, and I had a great time. And I have lifelong friends, and I'm still really close to um, Ron Holmes, who was my coach. So um, I think you just have to kind of look at you know the school, the environment, the whole package, not just you know one thing. You got to look at that, the whole package, in my opinion. All right, well, you got one PBA title, and let's talk about that as we prepare for the upcoming P, uh, P, you have one PWBA title, sorry. So as mm-hmm. we, we prepare for the PWBA season for you, what are you working on, and is there anything in your game that you're maybe trying to tweak just a little bit as we prepare for that long season? Um, of course. I mean, every year I feel like the tour is a little bit different as far as you know the conditions that we, we see, and I've really had to work a lot on ball speed. Um, this past year, um, try to kind of slow it down a little bit. If I run into more carry issues, that's what I've seen to be the key to helping me, you know, get that extra hit every game or so is just kind of slowing it down, letting the ball read and get through the pin. So really been focusing on that, just good tempo, you know, of course, trying to make sure all the fundamentals are, are in place. Spare shooting, of course, is, you know, always my number one, make sure I'm on top of my spares. Um, you know, I really don't try to incorporate a ton of new things. You know, I kind of look at the season, okay, like if this maybe is where I struggled a little bit, but I don't, you know, t- 
take out 10 things that I have to work on on the off season. I take a couple and really just try to fine tune them as much as I can. So like I said, ball speed was one of them. And, and like I said, I'm always, always shooting spares. If I'm practicing, I usually never reset a, a set of pins unless, you know, the pins are falling down. <laughs> Man, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff in there that you were just talking about. You know, one of the things you talk about pin carry too, and I know at one point you used 14 pound equipment. Are you still using 14? I am still using 14 pounds. Yes. Oh yeah. And, and there are a yeah. lot of people that I think that are hesitant to try 14 if they're using 15s, but why don't you, what kind of walk us through that? What made you uh, decide to, did you throw 15 at one point or have you always thrown 14? Um, so kind of the timeline of 14 to 15 to, and actually back to 14 is kind of how I went. When I went to college, I mm. threw 14. Um, and then my second semester, my freshman year, I moved up to 15 and I stayed through 15 up until about the summer of um, 2017 and it was suggested to me to try 14 pounds one to change my ball speed and maybe try to you know maybe increase my road rate a little bit or just get my hands in a better position mm-hmm. with 14 pounds so I worked mm-hmm. with that you know the remainder of that 2017 season which wasn't a great season for me but I had a lot of things working to work on and So now I've been on with 14 ever since, and I've noticed, you know, I can actually, you know, I can rotate the ball a lot better. I can manipulate it more if I need to roll it more or try to maybe get around it more. It definitely helps me uh, learn to, you know, throw it slower or faster. So um, it was a process to get my body to adjust to that that weight. Um, The the thing maybe that helped is I've always had a 14-pound spare ball no matter what. Um, even when I threw 15, um, mm-hmm. so I always kind of felt that, um, but that was just the process of doing it. And, um, I've kind of considered going back to 15, but I really haven't seen anything dramatic to really make that leap yet. Um, you know, that's why I've kind of worked on the ball speed to, if I do get in that carry trouble, um, to counteract that maybe pound difference. <laughs> you bowl a lot of events, mm-hmm. like we were talking the, the PBA regional in Vegas, Mm-hmm. Um, just a regular P- PBA event. So you bowl a lot against the men versus your PWBA stops. Do you do any? Is your mindset any different at all as far as hey, my moves might have to be a little bit quicker today versus the next day, just b- based on how the men break the lanes down? Oh, definitely. Um, bowling with the women and bowling with the men are completely different. Um, I will say, I mean, the regional that we'd won, there was a lot of urethane going down the lane, so um, that made it a little tricky for me. Um, cause if I actually felt like I needed to move left, I ran into their urethane and non-hooking spot for me. Um, but you know, when urethane is not being thrown down the lane on men, I mean, my moves are much quicker, you know, on the women's tour, I can get away with maybe making like a two and three board adjustment with the men. I'm maybe moving a zone, a zone and a half at a time, um, because it just gets beat up so much by their rev rate. And we do have some rev rate players on the women's tour, but you know, the men's tour is a different story. And even bowling with local men, you know, in Arizona, they can beat up the lane just like any other pro. <laughs> and final question I've got for you, Brianna, for uh, coming up shortly here, just because I'm here in the office at Storm, uh, and I do see mm-hmm. you've got a, a tournament coming up here, the Sean Yonan Memorial Tournament up in uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. What, what are you going to mm-hmm. be doing there, and what, what exactly is that event? 
Um, it's an event um, that they host every year, and um, they ask um, a professional to come down, hang out with the crowd. Um, I believe it's, um, I, I think it's a team tournament that I'm participating in. Um, so I'll get to do some bowling with, with the fans, and I'll get to do like a little speech. They've asked me to just give my insight on, you know, bowling and the tour and, you know, just get to know me a little bit cool. better as opposed to just a bowler. Um, so yeah. I get to be around there. And I, I love doing these events because I get to meet new people and I get to help get expand, you know, spread my knowledge to them, which I love doing and just be out there. And again, it's, it's a great opportunity for, for everyone, myself and, and the bowlers included. All right. Well, Brianna, we want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, all the best of luck on the PWBA Tour this year. And I will say this, heading up to Wisconsin, being a guy who's from there, you're going to have a great time. There's some very passionate bowlers up there. It's a little bit chilly this time of year, but you'll have some. You'll have fun inside the bowling uh, center and some, some very passionate uh, players and folks up there. So enjoy that, and, and all the best of luck moving Perfect. forward. Well, thank you. I appreciate it.